Welcome to our study of the book of Revelation. It's a video series that will help us beware and be aware of the events and the signs and the spirit of the times to be ready for the last day, the reappearance of Jesus. But as we wait, as we say, between the clouds, we're encouraged to be blessed and to not be afraid because we do belong to Jesus. Now, in the gospel accounts, uh, Jesus gives us very clear descriptions of the end of time or the day of the Lord, or also referred to as the coming of the Son of Man. And these are parallel accounts, and so they speak of the same uh, end time uh, descriptors, uh, but they just do it um, in a different way in each gospel. So uh, these gospel accounts can be found in Matthew chapter 24 and 25, Luke chapter 21, and Mark chapter 13. And I encouraged you to read those accounts along with reading uh, Revelation chapters uh, 6 through 9. Now, what we'll understand uh, from the scriptures themselves, that the real author of the scriptures uh, is uh, God himself, the Holy Spirit speaking through the prophets, through the apostles, and the word made flesh, uh, Jesus. And so we'll find nothing uh, different, nothing new uh, in the Old Testament concerning uh, the person and the work of Jesus, his rule and reign but also uh, the day of the Lord, the day of judgment, his coming, the end times, uh, as well as the promise of a new heaven and a new earth. So when Jesus speaks about these end times in the Gospels, uh, we can use Revelation uh, to interpret that, as well as uh, use Revelation chapters uh, 6 through 9 in this account to help us understand what Jesus is saying uh, in the Gospels as well. Now, the signs of the times, Jesus is very clear about these uh, in, in the Gospel accounts, and uh, they're basically uh, the following. Jesus warns that in the end of time, which, by the way, is the time between the clouds. So uh, the church age, we are in the end of uh, end of time, uh, the time of tribulation. So with the ascension of Jesus uh, all the way through the final reappearance of Jesus in the cloud, uh, Jesus says that these things will occur and they will intensify as his uh, coming comes closer. So here are the marks. Jesus says there will be false teaching and false living. Uh, there will be the persecution of the church and suffering for the sake of the gospel because of the gospel. He says there, there will be wars and rumors of wars and famines and plagues and earthquakes and signs in the sky. This uh, day of the Lord is approaching. We are one day closer uh, each day. Uh, that day of the Lord will be a day of judgment. Uh, the language we will hear is a separation of the sheep and the goats. And then there's the promise that there will be the new heavens and the new earth. So in Matthew chapter 24, I'm just going to use some of these gospel accounts and compare them to uh, chapters in Revelation. So Matthew chapter 24, it says here that Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives and his disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, so when will these things be? What is the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? 
And Jesus begins by talking about false teachers accompanied by false living. And with that will become persecution or suffering for the gospel. So Jesus says, Matthew 24, verse 3, Be careful that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will lead many astray. So uh, we should be aware that there will be these attacks against the church from outside. Um, but also the, the evil one will use a false teaching, false living within the church. Now, Jesus continues by saying, okay, look at also other signs uh, occurring around you, wars and rumors of wars and famines and plagues and earthquakes, uh, earthquakes and signs in the sky. He says, verse 6 of Matthew 24, you will hear, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you aren't troubled, for all this must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and plagues and earthquakes in various places, but all these things are the beginning of birth pains. Uh, now, we go to Revelation chapter 6. So we've heard a couple of descriptors about the end of uh, end of uh, end of time. Now, in Revelation chapter 6, by the way, it is a revelation of Jesus Christ or about Jesus Christ. So we shouldn't expect to hear anything different than what Jesus says in the gospels. So Revelation chapter 6 verse 1 begins this way. I saw that the lamb opened one of the seven seals and I heard one of the four living creatures saying, as with a voice of thunder, come and see. And then a white horse appeared, and he who sat on it had a bow. A crown was given to him, and he came out conquering and to conquer. Verse 3, it continues, When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, Come. And another came out, a red horse. And to him who sat on it was given power to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword. And so, You'll hear about wars and rumors of wars and nation against nation. Verse 5 of Revelation chapter 6. When he opened the third seal, I heard the living creature saying, Come and see. And behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a balance in his hand. And I heard a voice in the middle of the four living creatures saying, and I don't know how to pronounce this, a conics? A conix of wheat for a denarius and three conix of barley for a denarius. Don't damage the oil and the wine. Speaking of difficult economic times, times of, times of famine. Continues verse 7. And when he opened the fourth seal, I heard the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. And behold, a pale horse. And the name of the one who sat on it was Death. And Hades followed with him an authority over one-fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, with famine, with death, and by the wild animals of the earth was given to him. So again, nothing new from what you heard in the Gospels. Now, this false teaching and false living will be rampant, and the, the church will speak against it all throughout the church age, and because of that, there will be this persecution or this suffering for the gospel. Jesus is clear about it in Matthew 24 when he says in verse 9, Then they will deliver you up to oppression 
and will kill you, and you will be hated by all of the nations for my name's sake. And then many will stumble and will deliver up one another and will hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and will lead many astray. And so there will be this uh, being hated for the the name of Christ, for the message of Christ. And Jesus reminds us that if they persecuted me, if they killed me, the same will also happen to those who follow me or speak my words. Verse 12, Matthew chapter 24, because iniquity will be multiplied, the love of many will grow cold, but he who endures to the end will be saved. And this good news of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world for a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. And so there will be this persecution, this suffering that the church experiences because of the truth that it speaks to the world, the law and the gospel, and the love of many will grow cold because of it, so false teaching, false living. But this good news will uh, prevail. Uh, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Jesus says, I will build my church. And no matter what happens, this gospel, even in the midst of persecution and suffering, will be preached. It will prevail. The whole be given to the whole world for a testimony to all the nations. Now you see this persecution in Revelation chapter 6, verse 9. It says, when he opened the fifth seal, I saw underneath the altar... The souls of those who had been killed for the word of God and for the testimony of the Lamb, which they had. So you have the voice of the martyrs throughout the whole church age crying out. And they cry out with a loud voice, How long? How long, Master, the holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Now a long white robe, it says, was given to each of them, and they were told that they should rest yet for a while until their fellow servants and their brothers, who would also be killed even as they were, should complete their course. Boy, that, that sounds so familiar, right, as Jesus speaks to his disciples about um, this persecution and suffering. But he encourages them to um, be faithful unto death. And the promise is always that the Lord Jesus is with his church, for his church, working in and through his church, not abandoning it, uh, abandoning it during this church age, uh, during the end of time. Now, wars, rumors of wars, famines, plagues, earthquakes, signs in the sky. In Luke chapter 21, so a different account um, uh, in the Gospels, but uh, similar descriptors. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars, and on the earth, anxiety of nations in perplexity for the roaring of the sea and the waves, and men fainting for fear and for expectation of the things which are coming on the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these things begin to happen, look up, and lift your heads because your redemption is drawing near. So this is one of those verses that speaks about the church remaining all throughout the, uh, the end of time. The church will be here during the signs of the time. And the nations will be in anguish and perplexity. But the church is told to look up, to lift up its head. Why? Because uh, their redemption is drawing near.
Now you see this descriptor also um, paralleled in Revelation chapter 6, verse 12. I saw when he opened the sixth seal, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth made of hair, and the whole moon became as blood, and the stars of the sky fell to the earth like a fig tree dropping its unripe figs when it is shaken by a great wind. Verse 14, the sky was removed like a scroll when it is rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth and the princes, the commanding officers, the rich, the strong, and every slave and free person hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains. Verse 16 of Revelation chapter 6, they told the mountains and the rocks, fall on us, and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? And so at the end of time, there will be the judgment. We'll talk about this a little bit later, speaking of the great white throne judgment, where uh, the Lord Jesus will separate the sheep from the goats. And at that time, um, it's no longer a preaching of the gospel at the judgment, but rather it says here, the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand. Now, another gospel, Mark chapter 13, again, a parallel account. Mark says, now from the fig tree, learn this parable. When the branch has now become tender and produces its leaves, you know that the summer is near. Even so, you also, when you see these things coming to pass, know that it is, that it is near at the doors. Uh, verse 30, most certainly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things happen. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Watch, keep alert, and pray, for you don't know when the time is. And so, from generation to generation to generation, ever since the ascension of Jesus into the cloud, uh, there is uh, the promise that the Lord Jesus will reappear. But in the in-between time, the time between the clouds, uh, Jesus is very clear that these uh, signs will occur and they will intensify as the day of the Lord draws near. Now, no one knows the exact day. Uh, we can say this for sure, though, that we are one day closer, one day closer to the promised reappearance of, of Jesus. So this book of Revelation will help us understand what Jesus is saying in the Gospels. And the Gospels will help us understand what Jesus, uh, what is saying about Jesus in the book of Revelation. And it is again meant uh, to, to have us beware and be aware of the events and the signs and the spirit of the times. Jesus is clear. He doesn't leave us without a revelation of what is uh, occurring right now uh, between the clouds. And we are then to be ready, to watch, to be alert for the last day, the reappearance of Jesus. But again, this church is told to uh, take heart, to lift up its head, uh, because uh, the redemption uh, of Jesus is drawing near. And so we are blessed when we read the gospel accounts of the end times, uh, but also uh, when we read the book of Revelation. Why? Well, uh, we're told not to be afraid because we do belong to Jesus.